Hey there, Preppy Mama. It's Calista Anderson here, and welcome to the New Mom Boss Podcast, episode 43. On today's show, I'm talking about the fourth trimester and what it's like for your baby. You may have heard the term fourth trimester. Well, a pregnancy has three trimesters, right? Hence the prefix tri. So what the heck is a fourth trimester? Well, let me tell you a little more if you're not very familiar with it. A well-known pediatrician named Dr. Harvey Karp, you may have heard of him as well, you know, the inventor of the snoo and the writer of The Happiest Baby on the Block, well, he coined the term fourth trimester, which is the time between birth through the first 12 weeks after birth. This is a transitional time for baby, and I want to share what I know about this period, what keeps babies calm and happy during this time, and what you can expect from them as far as milestones go. But before we get started, I want to tell you about my Sleep Soundly workshop. If you have a newborn or are still pregnant, just keep this info in your back pocket for later. But if your little one is around five and a half months and you are ready for some good nightly rest, check out my workshop. It is short, sweet, and inexpensive. You can get all the details and sign up at newmomboss.com forward slash sleep dash workshop. I sleep trained all three of my kiddos using this method. It's safe and it works. So don't go another week of interrupted sleep if your baby is healthy and already five and a half months old. At this age, they are physically able to sleep through the night because they do not truly need to feed in the middle of the night. They should be doing all their feeding during the day and sleeping through the night. If you are still feeding them overnight, you're not doing them or yourself a favor. So check out newmomboss.com forward slash sleep dash workshop. I wish you a really good nightly sleep in 2021. All right, let's get the show started. Hi, I'm Calista Anderson a new mom coach and educator. I help new moms just like you during pregnancy and beyond to figure out what to do next and how to do it so that you feel prepared, equipped with the proper knowledge and ready for your precious baby, allowing you to enjoy the wonderful runway into mommyhood. If you're navigating through pregnancy with a million things on your mind that you know you have to get done or learn about, then this is the podcast for you. I have been where you are and I totally get it. I'm a mom of three and my first two babies were back to back, only 13 months apart. Those first couple of years were a pretty challenging time, but it made me a fast new mom master and it gave me a newfound passion for mamas to be and their babies. It was during this intense learning curve of the new mom life I had a light bulb moment and said, wow, isn't it interesting that we women prepare way more for our weddings, like a year in advance, and put so much energy into every last detail, yet we don't do the same thing for becoming a new mom. 
I was inspired to combine my experience along with my professional background as a registered nurse and a certified lactation counselor to help women get ready for their babies like they were getting ready for their weddings, to make them feel like a boss when that sweet baby arrived. So I created my business, New Mom Boss, and started this show, The New Mom Boss Podcast, to help prepare women for the most important job of their lives, becoming a mom. I am so glad you are here and want to thank you in advance for taking the time to learn for your baby. We moms are changing the world one baby at a time, and I can hardly wait to get started. So let's go. Okay, so about the fourth trimester, Dr. Karp believes that human babies are born at around 40 weeks because that is all the human body can handle, and that if it went any longer, mom would not be able to deliver the baby. He believes that the babies actually need more time in the womb, but since they're born at around 40 weeks, we should continue to provide an environment that mimics the womb. Now, how can we mimic the womb? Well, we can do that by doing the five S's, another thing Dr. Karp came up with. The five S's are swaddling, side position, swinging, sucking, and shushing. And we do this already without even knowing the five S's, maybe two or three of the five S's, and you didn't even know you were doing them. So let me say a little bit about each of the five S's. So the first S, swaddling, this one is a well-known S, and most people know that bundling a baby in a blanket is just the thing you do. But a really good swaddle puts baby in a bit of a fetal position with their legs up by their tummies, especially in the newborn weeks, and their arms are down by their sides. Now, babies naturally will squirm around and look like they are little Houdinis trying to get out of their swaddles. And parents see that and think that their baby does not like to be swaddled. But that is in almost all cases not true. They do move around, but not necessarily to get out of the swaddle. In fact, when one of their arms gets out of the swaddle and they're sleeping, they wake up and cry. There are many great swaddle blankets out there, but I really loved the ones with Velcro. It just made it easy to place the baby in and adjust the tightness with a Velcro as they grew. All right, the next S is side position. When a newborn is sleeping, the safest position is on their back. That is correct. But when a baby is fussy, Being on their back is the worst position for calming them. Swaddling them and holding them in your arms in a side position is a very mellowing thing for baby. Next is swinging. Swinging is pretty self-explanatory. Babies love to be rocked. I mean, they spent nine months in the womb being swung and now they're outside of the womb and all of a sudden everything is still. I'm pretty sure it's confusing and they subconsciously are wondering what the heck is happening here. Why is everything so still? 
This is also why babies are comforted by being in a swing or a bouncer. Just moving around, bouncing around is very calming for them. The next S is sucking. Sucking is an instinct babies have when they are born and perhaps even before they're born as I've seen ultrasound pictures of babies that look like they're sucking on their thumb. And babies instinctively suck right after birth and if you allow baby time on mom in the minutes after being born, they find mom's nipples on their own. Super magical. Now, sucking and latching are two different things. Sometimes babies and mamas need a little help with latching, but the motion of sucking is there. Sucking is also seen as calming for babies as evidenced by pacifiers. Most babies do like pacifiers, but I have to say only one out of my three liked it. And here's just my little two cents on pacifiers. Try not to introduce it to babies in the early days and weeks if possible. Some babies are fine with it, but some babies get nipple confusion when they're given the pacifier early on and are breastfeeding from mom's breast. So if you can help it, do not introduce a pacifier until the baby has established good latching. And the last S is shushing. What do I mean by shushing? It's producing the shushing sound and having that near the baby's ear. The louder the shush, the more calming for the baby. It reminds them of being in the womb and just hearing the shushing around them. So the way to do this is to shush right by their ear while they are swaddled and while you're swinging them in your arms. But I found after shushing to baby for a few minutes, I would get lightheaded because you are in a way hyperventilating. So I found an app called the Shusher app. And when I bought it years ago, it was $5. I'm not sure how much it is today, but it is worth the little investment because I would let the app do the shushing for me and I would just turn the volume up and have the phone near me. And it really helped calm the babies. So those are the five S's, swaddling, side position, swinging, sucking, and shushing. The five S's calm babies like magic. Sometimes they need all five of the S's and sometimes they need just a few. So those are the things that can help baby keep calm and happy in the fourth trimester. Now here is what you can expect from them developmentally. This is the period where they learn to control and lift their heads. And in order to do that, they need to practice tummy time. Practicing tummy time helps babies develop the muscles necessary to lift their heads and eventually to sit up, crawl, and walk. Remember, back to sleep and tummy to play. Your baby should always be awake during tummy time and under your supervision. When baby is around one month old, baby should be able to lift her head briefly when they're lying on their stomach. And in month two, baby may be able to lift her head at about a 45 degree. And then by month three, most babies can lift their heads 45 degrees by leaning on their forearms. And they get this by practicing tummy time. 
Babies usually do not love tummy time at first because it is a lot of work for them. So start off with just a few minutes with each tummy time and do it two to three times a day. Make sure baby is always supervised like I mentioned when he or she is doing it and as your baby gets older you can leave him or her on his belly for longer stretches since older babies need more time on their tummies to build strength. You might be wondering okay how do I do tummy time with the baby and when do I start? So you can start as soon as the baby is born. You know, you're not going to do it for a long time. Even just 30 seconds to a minute for each tummy practice is fine. And the ideal time to do tummy time is after your baby wakes up from a nap or following a diaper change. And the best place for it is on the floor for a couple reasons. Number one, they won't fall from the floor. And number two, it's a firm surface. The bed is not the best place for tummy time because, you know, there's a risk of falling and also it's not that firm. So right off the bat, I would say invest in a play mat or if you haven't done your registry yet, go ahead and add a play mat to it. Also, you want to surround your baby with some favorite toys or things that are catching to a baby's eyes. Keeping them interested is pretty key, especially after the first few weeks of, you know, the newborn stage. As baby begins to enjoy tummy time, you can work up to longer and more frequent sessions throughout the day. So tummy time, very important for muscle strength, but another benefit from it is that it helps prevent baby's head from flattening. Babies spend a lot of time on their backs sleeping and other baby holders such as swings, car seats, bouncers, etc. And that can put additional pressure on the backs of their heads. Babies' heads are still soft and have a risk of becoming misshapen, so tummy time will help prevent that. The first three months of life are all about eating, sleeping, and crying. Remember, baby is getting used to being in the outside world one day at a time. But you can also look forward to baby lifting his or her head, making silly sounds, and giving you a real first smile by the end of this fourth trimester. All the hard work will pay off. It is a lot of work, and what I want to give you to get through it is the practice of the five S's. So remember the five S's and remember tummy time for the fourth trimester for your baby. This time is so full of change. There are many changes in the household, sleep deprivation, and recovery for you, mom, which I will talk about in the next episode. And that's it for today. But before I let you go, I want to remind you that if you find this show valuable and have not left a review for the podcast yet, go ahead and do so wherever you're listening to this. The more ratings and reviews, the more searchable the podcast will be. And I would love nothing more than to help other moms just like you. So until next time, take care.